Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in with your questions or comments at 356-9397, or even text them at 351 53 Five, seven. We have our plant experts standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And Steve Brown is around here as well, and he'll be joining us a little later. He says good morning. If he isn't too busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he says good morning. <laughs> so I was showing you how I cut back these junipers that had grown over in my yard. You did good. Did I? Yeah, yeah you did. Honestly, I was going in blind because they were hanging over the border by about almost two feet. Uh-huh. And my husband was just like, I can't get through there with the lawnmower. Will you please do I've heard something? that before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lawnmower, the lawnmower. So, uh, so I went ahead and... Um, so I went ahead and just kind of butchered them and chopped them up and, you know, did the best I could. But I, could, I couldn't see anything until I, you know, had cut some. So the first few cuts were just, like, truly <laughs> yeah. just, I, I just went, I just put in, I just put the head clippers in and boom, just there it was. Just go for it. Yeah, sometimes you got to do that. It's kind of scary, but, you know. It was scary. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so silly saying that, but yes. (laughs) Good morning, Steve Brown. Hi, Tamara. How are you? I'm doing well. I was showing up. I'm enjoying the story here. Well, here's the photo real quick, just so you kind of can see what I'm talking about. That's the after or the the before? Well, that's after the initial chop. I like that. Chopping. What she was telling telling us was that she couldn't see the, the the border, the edging around the uh, sure. Bad at all because it was so overgrown. Yes. And now you can. You can. It's well defined. It's very nice. And yeah. I like, I like the good. fact that it's Thank still any outie. It's not just like yeah. boxed off and trimmed tight. Exactly. Which is good. You did take to me, you let some air circulation and sunlight yeah. get in the important. plant so you can keep it feathery. Sometimes when you prune these evergreens so tight around, along the edge, you end up having a very... You only have foliage on the first few inches or the outside inches of these things. Yeah. You don't get foliage and, and lush inside the plant. So yes. if you cut in and out like you did, you're going to maintain a higher light level inside the plant so you can have foliage there versus just a shell of but foliage on the outside. You knew that. You did we, that on purpose, right? Well, I, yes, <laughs> yeah. because I've learned from you guys <laughs> you uh, that I know plants need air circulation. Plus, my husband was complaining he couldn't mow, but uh, <laughs> those are the two reasons yeah. I did it. No, you're going to have plenty of sunlight in there, so that looks great. Good. And that ex- also explains, I guess, then why the the inside branches down below had a bunch of green, was it mildew, moss, something growing on because oh. it wasn't getting air circulation. Air circulation, yeah. That's really important in that kind of situation, certainly. Yeah. So. Okay, well, good. good. For you. Yay, thank you. So that's what I did in my yard this week. We you have a good. new gardener. Yay. Okay, and it, can anybody match that? Anybody uh-huh. else? What'd you guys do? Well, <laughs> I did I did do some some cleaning up still. Cool. You know, yeah. pulling. When are you going to be done with that? Never. You know, it seems it's endless. Gardens. It is. Yes, you know, just just and I had gotten all the leaves raked out. I have these euonymus shrubs and you know, they're all rangy, which I like that look. But so I pulled all the leaves out, and I was so happy uh, out of my dogwood shrubs again, and, and I got them in my pile to, to to burn off. And then, of course, then 
point today. On I'll, pur- off on purpose? Or? On purpose. <laughs> okay. All yeah, right. on purpose. All right. Just and check. I'll, and be With the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Really. I'll the garden hose next to it. Do you um, jump inside a five-gallon bucket if you see a fire coming towards you? Or anything like that? How do you no. how do you protect yourself? No. Okay. No. I, I have my rake and garden hose now. Okay. Beat it to death. All right. But then, of course, the leaves from across the street from my neighbors, of course, <laughs> blew all back inside there again. So, right. so I'm just like, okay, sure. we'll get it, we'll get it, <laughs> and then I'm going to get the mower out and do some run through some of them. So, awesome. And then my, uh, I had some evergreens planted in some of my containers over the winter. Oh yeah. Of course, I planted them last fall, so you know they didn't get established enough to make it through that really cold that yeah. we had. Mm. So, yeah. so. Uh, you know, they came out. That happened to evergreens in the ground, too. Oh, absolutely. Broadleaves, particularly broadleaf evergreens. Yeah. Got hit hard. Unfortunately, I had uh, uh, this beautiful uh, topiary white pine in a container oh. that I have had for eight years. Oh. And this year, unfortunately, where it was positioned, too much sun and cold and wind wind and cold over the winter so quite a combination it is now looking quite yellow spray paint (laughs) (laughs) of course marianne Marianne of course i've already got mine out (laughs) so yeah you were so fast on that steve (laughs) no it's just i know her (laughs) you know there is that that one house that's over here in town that's by staley road and that's all i'll say that they have actually trees, big trees that they have cut, and they are painted, and they're actually kind of cool. Really? <laughs> that's just so old. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday. I've, no, I've <laughs> it's kind of artsy. I've had trees that have died that I've spray painted that I've cut down already, so <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's neat, but I would like to see that. So I'll oh, you can. Off the air. Yeah. yeah. Marianne, you planted a lot of shrubs, not this last seven days, yeah, but about like 10, 10 days, days ago. ago. Yeah, uh-huh, I did. Um, water, yeah, because all of a sudden we're not getting rain. But then, oh my gosh, this is almost devastating. But you got the some sh- snow on them. The, yeah, the, well, it didn't amount to too much. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Um They look great. It was just out walking around evaluating yesterday, and it's like, okay, I'm ready for phase two. Let's do it. You're happy it with your placement? Fabulous, like- yeah. Yay, I good. really thought it out this time. Wow. Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> really? But you know what? More I than you would have, you know, 10 years ago, maybe. Oh, are you kidding? More than three years ago. More okay. than two years ago. There you go. It's like, you know, it's the lot of a collector, of a Baby plant steps. collector. You just, I've got to have that. I'll find a place for it. Oh, yeah. And you do. It, it, it may not be like, you know, this great garden design or anything, but you show off your plants pretty well. That's that's the way it works. You just do it. Okay. So, now this is the first time in, well, maybe ever that I've actually, oh, I actually drew out a plan. Remember me telling you, John? I know. You told me. I had, I had time one day. It was not nice out at all. And I, I just sat down in my sunroom and, and looked at the yard and really thought about the elevations and, and what needed more height, what needed more ground cover, you know, all that stuff. So, it's kind of fun to do. What a concept, huh? I bet. <laughs> Do you get out, like, I, I've done it before with my fairy garden, even, and uh, sure. I've done it just with colored pencils, even. Sure. Just so, I mean, splotch of pink makes me know, oh, that's my pink oxalis. Yeah, you don't you don't need to do any real detailed drawing, just even col- just a color indication of uh-huh. where, where plants are and stuff. It's yeah. really neat. Yeah. Well, it, and you were, you were kind of 
forced into doing a, a, oh, a, yeah. a replant I'll, because I'll you redo. lost some some big trees. Uh, a couple of uh, two or, or three big trees in one part of the yard. That so you know I've been a shade gardener for for so many years, and now I'm not. <laughs> I'm a sun gardener, <laughs> but I am trying to plant trees. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it may not be that I'll see them big, but somebody will. Good for you. But you know what I did do this week that was really, um, really, I think everybody's going to experience this. So I, I finally turned back my, my roses, my knockouts. And they were, uh, from the fall, about four, four and a half feet tall. I cut them down to about two inches. That's wow. how much, <laughs> wow. that's how much dieback there was this winter. Really? Just incredible, and these are ones that are pretty old. I mean, but I, you know, I, I, I routinely top dress with compost and stuff, so they were pretty old. Now we'll say that again. She didn't cut them back two inches. She cut them back two, 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 two inches, inches in height. Almost ground level. Wow. But there's a lot of new growth coming out at there the base. There better be. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So it's so gonna replace all these guys. Yeah. My Julia Child. No. Oh. <laughs> So, so it's a rejuvenation. It it absolutely is. I mean, it's not anything that I would have done on purpose. But, sure. Um, I, you know, I I so told you I did I didn't do it last week because I couldn't see the swelling on the buds. But this week I could, and that's where they were at the ground. It and was just incredible. That's what I was about to ask you. What were the signs that you were looking for? Yeah, just usually that's when you want to start. Uh, cutting back your shrub roses and stuff like that when you start to see the buds swell it's really obvious well the stems will be green too but then there'll be these little red nodules start to form and and get bigger and bigger and bigger that's your stems and and everything that's connected with the leaves and and rose and the flowers but um they they simply weren't there unless you had a real protected area i'm sure some people did but uh mine are pretty exposed but well and yeah. you and if they've been in the ground that many years you're probably fairly woody looking yes. that low on the plant yes. so you, your stems may not even be that green yes Unless you cut into That's them exactly to see. That's exactly right. That's the other so thing So you probably can't just look. Whereas if it was higher up in the plant, you could look at it and say, oh, it's oh, getting it's more green, of a green yeah, color. Oh, it's, it's more black color or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And I had tree peonies do the same thing. I cut uh, a lot of my older tree peonies. Uh, lost a lot of top growth. So um, they'll be pretty short this year. Uh, maybe there'll be some flowers on them. But um, broadleaf evergreens and some other shrubs just got hit really hard this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. My unfortunately, my old rhododendron that's huge looks really sad. You know, the Aww. the the leaves are very broad. Too the bad. the 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 buds that potentially will open are they're just not plump and they're very yeah, dry. Exactly. And I'm afraid it's probably not going to open at all. Yeah. So. Well, it's interesting. I did some um, a little bit of research and uh, went to Chicago Arboretum website and Morton Arboretum website and they are that that's what all they're talking about is the broadleaf evergreens and how e- even in um the last five weeks we had a lot of damage you know from we got down into the teens and 20s and really heavy winds for extended periods mm-hmm. things were just uh really damaged a lot and again and another, over the winter too. another indication of any kind of evergreen showing you signs symptoms late yes. it's almost too yeah. late yeah. Yeah. you know you have the luxury of a deciduous shrub in the summer even though you shouldn't let it wilt it's starting the foliage starting to droop a little bit flag and it'll tell you when it's in a conifer or a broadleaf evergreen you don't see those symptoms and then all of a sudden you see the damaging effect yeah. weeks later yep. if not months later and all this is compounded by the fact that we had a very dry summer very very dry summer and dry early part of the fall yes so you you have weakened conditions going into these harsh cold winter temperatures that we had where the ground was frozen for so long. Yep. 
and plants really dehydrated, especially yeah. the evergreens, like they're saying. Yeah, unless you were just yeah. taking extra special care to water to remember. That's my problem, remembering to do it, yeah. um, to water those things. The ones in containers, too. I think my, the one I always brag about that's been in a container for eight years or ten or whatever it is, it's looking a little yellowish-brown. I, I am just really kind of, oh, because I'm real connected to it, even though it's in my driveway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's still part of my driveway. I understand. Okay. Cared for it and loved it and taken care of it, and how dare it try to start so, looking So with the, with the temperatures and the, and the uh, perhaps lack of moisture coming up for the next five or seven days, I know John said a few things that you were hoping to do this week still. Did you have a few more hoping to do this week? Oh, I'm definitely going to get some stuff in the ground. I, I, I did my second round of purchasing. Okay. <laughs> so I've got all that sitting there. That was that spike in sales. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah I, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, I actually was, uh, I have a lot of containers because it's, it's hard for me to garden in the ground with, yeah. with all the shade. But I love to have that pop of color with the, with the, uh, with the annuals and Absolutely. the and the tropicals, but uh, so I got I repositioned some of my pots together. Nice. Uh, I got in there and made sure that they're draining. I got you know you get in and dig, dig around yeah. and and you'll, you'll want to replace probably about half the half the soil uh, in each container that you're gonna that you're gonna plant uh, just to rejuvenate because you know container gardening is. We're constantly watering, and we're just washing yeah. the nutrients out. So, so fertilization is just essential for oh, that. Totally. Absolutely. And, you know, you're just depleting that 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 soil mix that's in there. So, yep, absolutely. Right. And ensuring that there's drainage. So you want to dig down, and I usually I will take everything out and just make sure that that it's clear at the bottom, and then goes back in. Okay. Wow. What you do? Well. I personally did not get much of anything done, but I'm, I'm hoping to spend some time in the vegetable garden this week, Ooh. in the evening. Um, so I, I didn't do the work. I just got the pots and the soil for it. Uh, but someone in my household, um, we've set a personal record. <laughs> we planted our fall bulbs April 10th. Oh, wow. I don't feel so bad. Now, these are bulbs that are supposed to be planted in October, November, right. early December. And I'm shocked. And, I, you know, I, I've planted them before on Christmas Day. I've planted them before in January on occasion where you had that rare break in the action. But it, we didn't have an opportunity. Uh, once the weather got wet and cold um, in December. And, of course, there was no opportunity in January or February this year. Yeah. And... Uh, we looked at them and said, I think they're alive enough. We're going to give it a shot. Go for it. So they're in pots now. They're not in the, in the ground because that, that wouldn't have happened. So they're in pots and containers, and I think most of them are going to live. Because in awesome. pots they're a little more babied? The no, soil, it's just that where, the they're, where they needed better. to go was way too wet. That oh. was, it was, uh, it's either got to happen now or would you have to throw them in the compost pile. Okay, I gotcha. So. That's so cool. That makes me feel so much better because my personal best was the end of March. Remember me telling you a few weeks ago I planted <laughs> all, all of my spring bulbs? Yes. But I kept them in the fridge. I actually have flowers on some. Already? Wow. Well, mine, so mine didn't get vernalized, so I, I'm not expecting flowers. I, I may, I mean, who knows what will happen. Sure. Are they uh, late spring bloomers or... No, there are things that should have been blooming by now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, but 
all I want to do is get some roots and get some foliage, and then sure. if, if they keep them going. grow like I hope they're going to grow, then they'll get transplanted out into the yard. So awesome. that that's in the works. That's a good uh, save. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. And then uh, the the intention, uh, did a little shopping this morning here. Uh, so the intention is to get some leeks uh, and onions and some garlic in the ground and some lettuce and spinach in the ground as well and yep. a few different herbs um, to go in some existing beds. And the intention is to just... Hopefully, before we get some more moisture, actually move some soil around and maybe establish a few more new beds to ex to expand on the vegetable garden. Because with the Sean Williams heirloom tomatoes and peppers, Yay. I was really thinking I was going to maybe cut down the tomato crop this year. But no. Uh -oh. But now it might have to get just a little bit bigger. I yeah. Know. So I, I've got to expand in order to do that. And then uh, if there's some energy and time, then I'll expand the asparagus bed as well on that one full length so, uh, so we'll see what nice. happens but your most of your existing beds are raised are they not they are, they all are raised so you some are better prepared than others as far as organic matter is concerned and uh, after i heard you were digging about 10 days ago right. you inspired me to fire up the tiller and the headlights awesome. uh, <laughs> about the day after that yeah and so um, I, I got in there, and, and the established beds that had more organic matter were, were very workable. Great. The ones that I kind of knee-jerked last year's starter beds that I didn't get a chance to put a lot of organic matter in were a little bit heavy and wet, so I had to stay out of those. So I'm hoping that I can get into those, add some organic matter, and start a few new beds and get well, going. It nice. seems like m most gardeners probably can get into places in their, their gardens and yards now because we've had... Uh, a little bit of respite from the moisture. Yes. So and and a lot of wind, which the really, wind, yeah. really helps a lot. And again, if it's clumpy, if it's sticking to your shoes, if it's sticking yeah. to your shovel, if Stay it's sticking to your tiller tires, it's too wet. You're going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. It'll do more damage than good. Absolutely. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. And since you kind of started in on the vegetable garden. I'm going to go ahead and let that go into our main topic today, Yeah, which was strawberries and asparagus. And rhubarb. And rhubarb. That was the other one. And, and Steve, you just said you were expanding your asparagus bed? Yeah. How are you going to do that? Uh, painstakingly. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the soil, isn't it? It's uh, all about the soil. So and that crop is um, especially. Obviously, that's the, that's the work. And with when it comes to asparagus it's even a little bit more work than other things. Yeah. I mean, you still have the basic principles of having to prepare the soil and add organic matter to it, and, and so it can drain away well. But with asparagus, then after you prepare it, then you have to dig out your trenches or your whatever your preferred method of planting is, heal the soil off to the side, either side of it, plant the asparagus, spread them out like an octopus, if you will. Yeah, it's, and it's it, important to spread the roots, yeah. yeah. And then just barely cover it up, and then as it roots in and it grows and the stem the asparagus looking thing starts to stick out of the ground then you have to fill that in and then um, so you're getting them what maybe 12 inches deep or something like that or so so that's where you're starting about 12 inches deep you around your trench about yeah, that way. yeah 8 to 12 preferably 12 and then I'll build up a little bit higher and mulch on top of that once it's filled in so you're going to start your asparagus bed I really want to but I'm still learning my yard so I, I, I I'm hesitant to undertake a vegetable garden <laughs> this you know, year. That's, anyway. You know, that's really the wise thing to do. I, I, I think a lot of people, I, I can't tell you how many people come in and say, I just bought a new house, and or I just moved into a new house. And, and 
you know, you really need to take time to learn your yard. Um, the, the spring is, you know, watching the plants come up. And if it's an existing yard, yes. if it's a brand new yard, and then you've got a different perception. But yeah, but having an idea of what has already been planted. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the right. rhythm of it, you know, uh, does, is there um, shade over here that keeps things abated a little bit in, in the growth? Or, you know, is there full sun? Is the drain, what's the drainage? You know, different places in your yard are going to be really different. And, so. you know, it'd be so easy if you want to do a few vegetables and you're not ready to make the commitment to where that garden's going to be or yes. I don't think I can buy it off. Just do a couple containers. Yeah, you know, take, absolutely. A, take a window box and sow some lettuce today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you'll be eating lettuce in three weeks or four weeks. Okay. Um, do that with spinach or something like that. It'd be easy to do. You could do some of the short carrots if you wanted to in container as well. And then, of course, once it's warm enough, you can certainly do tomatoes and peppers and all kinds of things in containers. In containers. Yeah. Okay, good. The asparagus Cukes. thing, though, is not is not an instant gratification thing. It's it's uh, you know they say don't from don't harvest your asparagus those first two years usually. Yeah. yeah. If for you can bed. help yourself. You're, you're, you're planning for the future. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. But but we have two asparagus that are that are really just mainstream, really great varieties around here. Um, the purple passion. Is that what? Purple no, passion. yeah, purple passion, Pretty. which is a, a purple asparagus. It's, it's it's just really cool. And Jersey Supreme, which is supposed to be um, an improved um, Jersey Night, I think it is. And um, have great luck with them around here. Now, when I'm starting out my asparagus in in the first year or two, is it okay to? Does it need to be established where it's going to be full time, or can I start it in a container? I wouldn't okay. go there. Okay. Um, I think if you if you thought, well, I'm going to do, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I want to get a head start. It just takes a while, and I'm going to transplant it. I think you'd just be disturbing it, and you'd be better off just buying an older, more established root when you do go to plant. So, okay. and, and you know, you'll you'll see two-year-old roots on the marketplace, so they'll be going into their third year. You'll see three-year-old roots on the marketplace, so they're going into their fourth oh, year. Good. You can buy asparagus from seed, and if you sow the seed, then you're talking, you know, four yeah. year, four yeah. years theoretically before you're. You're harvesting that. Wow. If you can make yourself wait. Yeah. And the whole idea is to let the plant get established and become larger. It's not that it's going to taste different or taste better once it gets more established, but you're going to have a little bit larger stems, more, and you're going to have just a lot more quantity of stems. So, Because when you ever when you harvest this, the asparagus itself, you're taking part of the plant that's not going to be growing and producing leaves to produce energy Important. to continue to grow and and do its thing. But like Steve was talking about at the very beginning, soil preparation is the essence of, of growing asparagus. Just it's really important to do it right. Absolutely. And and, and, and full sun, at oh, least six yeah, hours. Absolutely. And uh, be careful that you're not in a like a low area where it, it retains water. water. Yeah. yeah. So because that's like what I was saying drained. about watching your yard when you move into a place so, so you know those kinds of things that happen. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. And I, I think one Great of the, the, the biggest issues about asparagus is, oh, I've got these weeds in my asparagus patch. Well, that's a really difficult thing to get rid of if, if some kind of a weed has gotten established in it. So it's something you have to be at all the time. Okay. Another uh, important key to the soil preparation. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of hoeing and then a lot of mulch is your best bet. Yeah. Uh, to keep the weed competition down. And, and soil prep is just as important for strawberries as it is asparagus. Do you do strawberries yet, Steve? I haven't planted any new ones. Oh. Uh, I might plant a few more, but there's a pretty big bed of those yeah. already. It's 10 feet by 60 feet. 
picked. Wow. This is your, <laughs> oh, that's all. That's all. It's, it's a you pick place, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this the second year for those? Uh, this would be the third, oh, cool. the third or fourth growing season for this. Have you get, had pretty good production out of yeah, it? Yeah, uh, that's pre- awesome. Pretty darn well. There's well, there's more um, everbearings than there are spring bearings. What do you there. do in the fall to protect your strawberries? I'm pretty lazy about that. Good. Uh, I let the foliage burn off, and kind of whatever we get is what oh, we get. It's the John Weisgarver method. Yeah. Okay. No, not not with flame. Oh, I got you. The sun the sun burns the foliage off. I got you. No, I I mean I could have taken some of the straw bales that were semi rotten and shaking up any of the weed seeds, the wheat seeds in there, and uh, covered it with that, but I didn't. So, but, you know, the, the crowns look healthy. Some of the foliage is burned off, but I think we'll be in pretty good shape. So do you think um, mulched leaves or, or, or crunched up or shredded leaves, leaf would be a nice mulch for strawberries? My probably, if they were maybe oak leaves or something a little more coarse, um, <clears throat> if they were a, a type of leaf that would pack down too tight, I don't think I would. Yeah, maples have a tendency uh, to pack pretty tight. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. tend to use more of a straw type thing. You know, the challenge with any of that is it, it can blow. Yeah, sure. A little bit. Absolutely. Um, on my list of things to do that have never done is the take the asparagus when it's finally turned brown, cut it off at the ground level, and then lay it on top of the strawberries. Oh gosh, oh, what a great a idea! Uh, but the, part of the challenge with that is that that really blows. Sure. Around, and so you'd have to kind of weight it down a little bit too. Yeah. But those would be good things to give it a little oh, bit. Oh, that's of. interesting. That would be a nice. That's yeah. a great concept. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of what you what you read about is is the preferred method is straw, but but yeah. Yeah, and then in the yeah. spring you have to pull it off. Yeah. So we're past time for pulling it off. It should be already off, shouldn't it? Oh yeah. It should think? should be. Yeah. But I, again, it's so if, late. If you can get if in. You, if you're just now getting around to it, I don't think yeah. we've caused. No, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I don't think we've caused any problems at all. No. Light spring. Uh, when you, with strawberries, I mean, there's all kinds of, depends on how much work you want to put to it, is whether you're going to cut off runners or if you're going to maintain rows or if you're just going to let them do their thing and, yeah. Yeah. you know, tippy toe in between the, the plants and harvest or yep. what you're going to do. Because that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing, you know, you, you read about about what you're supposed to do with planting and, you know, the first year take off take off all the flowers and wait for yeah, the second right. year no, that'll never <laughs> happen <laughs> you know right <laughs> and then you know the maintenance is as far as you know then you get the the daughter runners and and how far apart you're supposed to plant them four feet and then leave two feet rows and and then by the third by the fourth year you're supposed to take out the original plants and start new ones and most and of us are glazing oh, over I'm just, wow. Wait, I'm just like this is like a lot of work <laughs> i don't know if i really want to want to do that i think yeah. most people just put them in the ground and enjoy them and you yeah. know whatever they get off of they get off yeah. of them yeah, yeah. totally yeah. i but think you, that's a great idea i didn't realize that there were spring Spring bearing, bearing, ever bearing, ever bearing, or day neutral, if you will. So they they bloom throughout the spring, summer, and fall, and, and not just bloom, but bear fruit, right? As opposed to having one big crop, if you will, in late May or June. Okay, so the strawberries that you had out here uh, with all of the early spring uh, annuals and perennials, are they the spring ones then? The spring bearing. Or do you also have some ever bearing out there? Uh, actually, we have uh, one, two, three, four different June bearing or spring bearing, um, and one um, ever bearing, TriStar, which is a, a, a real popular, very good, good one. But um, a couple of of the uh, June bearing are new and great performers. And you know what I was looking for in descriptions was big juicy fruit. 
you know, as everybody <laughs> likes big juicy food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, I, I think we got some pretty good Fridays this year. Okay, great. And I don't know. I'm sure some people have better luck than I do. I don't get those huge California right. size strawberries. Almost artificial looking. Yeah, strawberries. But you know yeah. what? I don't think those taste as good as they the smaller ones. They don't. You're right. So they don't have the strawberries. So these would be uh-uh. would be smaller, but yeah, it, it, just it, super tasty. It, it, rel- relatively speaking, they're big, but as opposed to what Steve was just talking about, they're not that size at all. I don't think any of the yeah. ones that I that we have in stock right now. But right. we've got some nice ones, and with even within that uh, June bearing, there's early and mid and late. So oh. Um, you can spread it out yeah, a little bit. I, th- I think that's important yeah. if you plant. You know, if you're only going to plant, you know, 20 or 30 plants or 10 plants or whatever. Only. I'm only <laughs> saying that because that's a bundle. Yeah. You I know, am. so if you're only going to plant a small number, you're not going to really have much of a chance to break it up and diversify. But if you're going to plant quite a few, I think having either early, mid, or late season June bearing ones, or doing some of the ever bearing, so that way you can have fruit periodically. Yeah. Because sure. you know, it's like. If they all bloom and all bear fruit at the same time, can you keep up with enjoying them or freeze Good them or, or make jam yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. you're going to do out of it? Or do you want something kind of spread out? Yeah, if your garden's all you have to do, then, yeah, go for it. You know, Have it all come on at once so you can take on the next chore. But yeah. Yeah, most people don't. That's not but, reality anymore. But right. As, but as far as ease and getting them established, they're about as easy as you can get. Oh, gosh, Strawberries yeah. are? Yeah, they're oh, easy yeah. to handle, easy Good. to plant. And, oh, yeah. you know, we have them bare root. But Marianne was referring to those varieties. And we have some in the Chef Jeff line as well. So they have leaves all over them, and they're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, just it's a plant ready to go. Yeah, really they're already, some of them might even have some buds and flowers and berries on them. And, you know, the cool <laughs> thing about strawberries, like Steve was saying, easy to grow. You've heard of the strawberry pots? You know, the kind of um, ginger jar shape, and then they have pockets open. Yes. That's because so strawberries grow in that really well. They just, just will practically grow anywhere. And what a fun thing to do. I, I there's We have some containers out there. there it's an oval, that oval red plastic container. Mm-hmm. There's straw, there are plants in there that have strawberries on them. Oh, so, wow. so, you know, put those in a pot with your kids, and they just would have a, a gas. Just, oh, It would cute. be such a blast yes. to watch that come on and, and ripen, and I get the first one. It's kind of <laughs> like the squirrels, you know. They're like, oh, look, there's a tomato. I get the first bite. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's a fun <laughs> thing to do just if you don't have the space to plant them. Right, absolutely. You know. So speaking of the birds, so birds can get the strawberries, squirrels can get in there, rabbits sure. can get in there. Yep. And not so much the foliage or the plants, but boy, they like taking that. Boy, they do. That first bite. Bite out of that yeah. ripened berry. Absolutely. One out of each one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you might consider some fencing or some netting. Um, yeah. And the birds probably aren't going to yeah. be your biggest problem. I'd say more bunnies and squirrels would, yeah. would be getting in there. But you might have to protect them a little bit. Okay, good advice. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. You can uh, call in at 356-9397. Rhubarb. Rhubarb. Yum. Love your rhubarb. Goes so well with the strawberries. (laughs) Strawberry rhubarb pie. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen rhubarb uh, grow. I've never seen a plant. What? I've only seen pies and everything. It's really pretty. It's really very, um, it has a, a really big leaf. So it's a totally different texture in the garden. Huh. Mine's, and then about mine's looking pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Um, you know, it, I, I didn't look at it too closely, but I would imagine it emerged and we had some of those really cold temperatures. But I don't get too hung up on the frost or the freezing thing. I, and I, I just try and harvest down from with underneath and in, thinking yeah. that the larger leaves on top are going to be that canopy keeping those. Right. Okay, so how do you harvest? Do you cut it out or do you just jerk it out? I usually cut it. 
Oh, okay. Not because it matters. <laughs> and it matters just because. So uh, this, I think I've had people just like, what? Um, how do you harvest your, your rhubarb? You know, get down in there and cut it out or with a knife or something. Oh, gosh, no. You just get down and Rip jerk it out. It out. Just, yeah. just like right. pull away from the plant and twist. And, it and there it up. is. Yeah. Do you have a place for rhubarb? I don't. I, I did here. I did it when I lived in Champaign. Yeah. And it was great. And it'll actually take, it wants sun, but it'll actually take a little bit of shade. In fact, I, I kind of think if you had full morning sun and you had some protection from the heat of the afternoon sun, especially in the summer, yeah. you might yeah. find that you can extend your se- season a little bit longer and, yeah. the, and it doesn't kind of... Yeah. yeah, it gets... <laughs> well, like yeah, it. After, after June, then it gets just hard and it's done. Stringy. And and it, it depends, too, how much you're watering and irrigating through the summer. But if you can get lots of new fresh growth on it, you're going to continue to get new stems and then you can harvest it really it far into the season. Soil yeah. prep's important, but it isn't the involved thing that you have to do with asparagus and, and strawberries. It's kind of like planting a shrub. Yeah, you just really? kind of, really? a little bit of organic material, just when you're planting anything, doesn't matter what it is, right. and uh, plop it in the ground. You know, plant it a little bit on the high side, high, maybe, yeah. raised bed, crowned, something yeah. like that. I'd say the biggest problem around here would be rot. Too wet. Uh-huh. Yeah, too wet. Not in good a, enough in a flat or low area where it doesn't drain away well yeah. and starts to... See, there's perform. lots of reasons to know your yard before you plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rhubarb likes it well-drained. It yep. likes it yep. drained, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then, of course, there's there's red, like we have yeah. red, red crimson, and then we have Victoria, Victoria which is uh-huh. a little more green stem with the with like red, red streaking. With the red stripe yeah. and varying, varying sweetness as far as people's own opinion, I guess, really. Nice. And, you know, we don't carry it, but there's a green-stemmed variety, and people are, people look at me and say, what's the point? You're supposed to have that coloration. In it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it tastes the same, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then about how tall will it get? Oh, gosh. Or wide? Mm, wide, boy, up to four feet or so. Okay. But um, height a foot and a half, two feet? Yeah, I'd yeah. say, I'd say oh, okay. two. Yeah. Thir- 30 inches would be pretty darn tall. Yeah. But can be done. Fairly Another nice. cool thing you can do with your rhubarb leaves is make molds out of them. You can make like hypertufa or, or uh, uh, like bird baths or stepping stones. Because they're really big leaves. Because it's a cool Seriously leaf. Seriously big leaves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds I think he's excited. Very interesting. Well, no, I think well, he is. Well, cause, uh, cause, well, you I need to go it. home now and make some of those you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, his rhubarb's at his old house. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> sneak in there at night and pick some. (laughs) While you have our imagination on the run, uh, I have to mention that you guys got in a wonderful supply of fairy garden plants. You have the cigar trees back. Did I call them right? The cigar? I'd call them cigar plants. or I suppose in fairy land it's a tree. (laughs) 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, you have all sorts of beautiful oxalis out there. Yeah, that's a great selection. Yeah, you love mm-hmm. that one. And Green. You know, we got oh, a, the pink. We, it's just, ah, oh, I love yeah. the pink oxalis. In our current ad that ends tonight when we close, the perennials are all on sale. Oh Every perennial gosh. we have out there, all the herbaceous perennials. Are at least 20%, 20% off. 20% off, and yeah. a lot of them are 30 and 40% off. And there's some incredible values out there. So yes, I, there I guess I'd call that out for customers to make sure they're taking a look at that and shopping that. You yeah. know what? Not very many places put their uh, perennials on sale at the beginning of the season. So, yeah. you know, stock up. It's a it's a, a great deal. Good point. And then there's um, some of the four-inch fancy annuals that John has out in the Cravo. Uh, tremendous selection. And Beautiful. Some of the best mm-hmm. callies that you're going to see all season, some caladiums, some begonias. There's 
some really premium varieties out there, and they're two pots for four ninety seven. Four ninety seven. Yeah. So for two dollars and fifty cents each. That's I just mean, such a bargain. They're just <laughs> an incredible deal. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd be jumping all over they're that. They're ready to go. Yeah. But you can see the the current ad that ends tonight online at prairiegardens.com. You can check it out, or you can just come into the store and grab a flyer when you walk around. But and then we have another insert in tomorrow's news gazette. Or if you don't subscribe to the paper, you can look at prairiegardens.com tomorrow and see the new. Circular that's out. Yay, which is going to be a good one, too. Yeah. I heard Mr. Weisgarver has a couple other specials out there in the Cravo Ew. right now that's informally starting yesterday and today. We have our famous 50 flat, wow. 50 plant flats of impatience <laughs> for eleven ninety seven. 50 plants. 50 plants. I'm sorry. Impatience. 50 plants. 50. Five zero. For eleven dollars and ninety seven cents. And if you were at Kelly, you'd be doing the math right now. Eleven ninety seven <laughs> divided by fifty. So it's a regular eighteen ninety nine price for. So that's a heck of a deal. And, then you, and what? Yeah. What is geraniums? What kind are? What? Impatience. Oh, impatience. 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 And then, but he does have some geraniums out there for ninety nine cents. cents. <gasps> yeah. They're a uh, three inch. Three, three and a half, four inch pot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then. In bloom. And then some uh, three-inch pots of uh, wave, wave petunias, petunias, probably about five or six colors for 99 cents as well. You know what? I, I thought wave petunias, pfft, they are so pretty. I can hardly stand it. Yes. I love the way they trail. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't hesitate to take advantage of some of these special prices. I'm not going to put them in the ground now, but I'm going to buy them, and right. I can play the in-and-out game. Sure. I can take care of them. I can water them in the flats or the trays just yep. as well as we can do it here. Absolutely. And Maybe then better. when it's warm <laughs> enough and you feel comfortable to plant, get out there. You get out there, there and do there it. They that's, are. You know, the spring, that's the, that's the secret is having everything together and ready because sometimes it's just a couple-of-day window that you have to get out. You know, when it's dry enough, when it's not so windy, when mm-hmm. it's not blah, 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 blah. Because springs can be kind of, uh, well, it's, you know, the change like of the seasons. Like it's been? Yeah. <laughs> yes! Well, yeah. I mean, As a matter of fact. You never know if it's going to be really super windy or really super cold or really super snowy. That's exactly right. And speaking of ready, um, if there's any areas that you want to plant that either it's not appropriate to plant those plants now because it's too early or if it's still a little bit too wet keep your eye on it this week it might be a great week before we get some rain later on to cover that area you know let it continue to dry out with the wind and the sun exactly here the next however many days but then if it's not ready to plant then cover it up with some plastic or a tarp weight it down yep. and then get through the wetting rains that are coming up and you'll be amazed at then in a week or two or whenever it's appropriate well, that you can go right out there, there and get something done. And one of the first things I learned from you guys is just a safe rule of thumb is just count on Mother's Day. You know, right around Mother's Day is when it's safer to start putting things outside. And that's only three weeks away. Did you read the newspaper this morning? <laughs> no, I haven't had when, a chance. When was the latest snowfall that we've uh, recorded oh. in Champaign? So I'm not going to tell you because yes. it's really like yesterday. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Middle of May. Um Oh, so okay. I, and you know the temperatures were they've been have, like they, they have, have been. to be, yeah. But you know that's really that's really abnormal uh, an anomaly. So I don't think we're going to do that this year. We I think I think okay. spring's here, don't you guys? Oh yeah, yeah, I, it's over. It's <laughs> sure, but <laughs> at least I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm still crossed. excited <laughs> about Mother's Day in three weeks because three weeks. Wow, I know, right? But then. Uh, at least we're a lot even more close than to putting things in the ground. That's true. <laughs> All those tropicals. Oh, my gosh. And, 
and just use that as a guideline. That's not a hard and fast rule no, about Mother's Day. Yes. You might find that in 10 days or a week it's appropriate. You might find that it's going to be four weeks and it's appropriate. You just don't know. Yeah. Right. And you can't go by the calendar as a rule. So, uh, you know, I keep telling everybody about the, the average last frost um, is in Eight. Champaign County, mid, mid, right down the middle of Champaign County. It's um, April 19th. Which was two days ago. But that's average. Like Steve just said, it can be weeks before that, weeks after that. And every yeah. year is going to be different. So you just have to pay attention to the weather and what's going on. Yep. But that's the issue. Be ready. Have your stuff. Get your impatience or whatever it is and be ready to get out there and do it. All right, and have cool. weather nerd. Load it on your phone. Okay. okay. Now, the <laughs> 99-cent geranium. Is it really weather nerd? It really is. Okay. I was a believer. <laughs> Uh, they had to cover a greenhouse here, and Marianne said, well, the winds are 40 miles an hour now, but about 11 o'clock, it looks like there's going to be an hour and 15-minute gap here where the winds are going down. We might be able to do it, then it's going to pick it back up to 35 miles an hour. I said, yeah, right. So 11 o'clock, what happened? The winds died down. So what happened? Steve paid three ninety nine for the app. <laughs> Weather nerd. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. It, it's so interesting because I have like the Weather Channel and AccuWeather and and looking at both of them, they're they're like totally different. Oh, yes. isn't it amazing? I know. You can get whatever weather you want. Just you know, click away. <laughs> oh, I like this. I like the this right one website. better. <laughs> Okay, so the uh, the geraniums for ninety nine cents is that oh, sale yeah. ending today? No, it no, starts today. Just beginning. Oh, good. Okay, yep. and you're also having a sale on the Chef Jeff veggies. They're starting at two twenty nine. That's a regular price. Okay. But yes. Uh, how Tremendous about selection out there, and Teresa's in full gear. Yep. Taking care of people today. Terry tomato. Yep. As she's so affectionately known, she knows her tomatoes. Excellent. The hibiscus bushes, the Boston fern hanging baskets, they've been looking beautiful. Oh, gosh, yeah. You've been having a great sale on those for uh, only eleven ninety seven. Yeah. Do you have any left? Yeah. Really? Good. You must have gotten more in. <laughs> we just had a, another semi come through yesterday. Okay, good. Yeah, just in case. Because <laughs> you knew We're not I was run, coming. We're not going to run out soon. <laughs> yeah, fancy annuals, two for four ninety seven. Half gallon pot perennials, only four ninety seven. And, That's uh, a great value. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but especially the geraniums for 99 cents. I, you walked out there. The color is just phenomenal. There's yeah. just color everywhere. Th it's just uh, Oh, yes. Talk about lifting your spirits. Oh, no kidding. Come on I've, out to Prairie Gardens I've, I've and just had stroll the greenhouses. Exactly. So many customers these last couple of days. Oh, it just feels so good to be out here. I'm so ready. But, you know, the weather isn't. Well, maybe it is now. What are people talking about? What have people talked about most I can't believe week. this weather. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any primary questions, though, that a lot of people are coming in with, or what? What does the focus seem to be on the aside weather. from the weather? The weather. Just the weather. But but you know what? It's it's a great time. You know, get your perennials, get your trees and shrubs. I mean, there it's we can get them out. The soil is, you know, diggable. Hopefully, this week. Good. I'm hoping. Yeah. I got a lot to plant yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like we said. Get it, have it ready for when you can do it. I yep. just, I just love the excuse to be outdoors. Honestly, I love that my yard is a little overgrown. See, because it gives me something to do and a chance to be outdoors. Exactly. I've been using this this uh, uh, venue for years, well, decades, as yeah. an excuse to be outdoors. I, I, I love it. I can <laughs> understand <kidding>? that. <laughs> yeah. John's yeah. shaking his head. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. big smile well, on his face. But you know what? Yeah, that's 
that's the the closest you know being out in in outdoors and in nature and working with the soil mm-hmm. you know you can't get any better than that yeah i mean it's it's just like excellent it's therapy. like almost completes your life it's, it's we should point. end on that note <laughs> you think therapy mm-hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to throw in there steve before uh uh, we're open till six o'clock tonight. Tomorrow we're open ten to six, I believe. Ten to five, one or the other. Ten to five. Ten to five, and uh, again, last some really good sales at the end of night. And see them at prairiegardens.com or come out to the store, and you'll see another insert in tomorrow's news gazette, or look at prairiegardens.com tomorrow for new offers and specials to come in for. All right, terrific. Pretty cool stuff. Yep, absolutely. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with experts Steve Brown, John Weisgarver, and Marianne Metz. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Jim Lewis. A podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. And you can email your questions in ahead of time to plantexperts at WDWS.com.